0: Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the
1: ayahuasca. Lesson 86. I just
0: got word that the episodes aren't downloading on Spotify again. So that is bothersome. That really pisses me off. uh, To be perfectly honest. Because I'm paying a service every month to... Uh, manage this thing. Quite a bit of money. Honestly, it's not that cheap. So that is bothersome to me. And it is also a perfectly appropriate uh, opportunity to apply Course in Miracles principles. And, you know, the last thing we want to do is to Spiritually bypass things and to pretend that we're not angry and to sort of do a serenity now, you know, with our spirituality. I think that that would be irresponsible. Uh, I think that I don't think that there is um, any reason to deny our humanity in this. We are human beings. We get angry. if you have never gotten angry, then I don't know what I, would, I don't know if I would go so far as to say that you're not human, but um, I think it's just part and parcel of this human conundrum is this cacophony of emotions that we feel joy, anger, sadness, ecstasy, etc. So all that being said, it makes me freaking mad. and I have a support ticket in. I have a support ticket into Blueberry the download numbers I was I was extolling the download numbers in the last couple episodes but now they are going back down and I have a feeling that a lot of that has to do with Spotify so you know my I guess my argument would be um when when the podcast host comes back with the you know the reason or the excuse or the whatever I guess my response to him or my question to him would be, what if Joe Rogan's podcast weren't downloading? You know, well, how would Joe Rogan go about addressing Spotify if his, do- his episodes weren't downloading on Spotify? Something tells me that doesn't happen to Joe Rogan because, you know, he, he's, I'm on the highest package possible with my podcast hosting subscription but something tells me he's in like he's got the Illuminati package Joe Rogan I need <laughs> I want Illuminati packages on things probably have to do a lot more work I the the <laughs> Chris Rock is talking about his recent stand-up special about how he gets the Illuminati package at when he goes to Disney World he gets the Illuminati package now and when he was a kid he got the church bus field trip package and they had to stay in like a hotel or a motel off the side of the highway in Alabama on their trips to Disney World and then they had to go with the you know in through the field trip entrance if such a thing exists anyway perhaps someday I will have the uh, the Illuminati Podcast host, hosting package, but until then, we will just have to make do. So, thank you all. Uh, I just looked, and there is actually after lesson eighty, which is the continuing of this review period, um, there will then be um, twenty more lessons, and then there will be another review at a lesson at lesson one hundred. So, there's several reviews in the course. I can't recall how many exactly right now in this moment, but there are definitely a handful. There's probably, I'll maybe say as many as 10 perhaps. I could be wrong, but stick around and find out. So uh, without further ado, why don't we just move forward with lesson 86, which is a review of lessons 71 and 72. I mentioned in my last Pod in my last episode that I was sort of slacking a little bit on this review. I kind of I pulled it back together, and I had a pretty, been having, as I mentioned before, I've been having these really profound, beautiful experiences with God and the Holy Spirit in the morning, and it's in the mornings when I'm doing my sort of tune-in and my morning devotionals, excuse me, and I am looking to continue to grow my relationship with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, with perhaps all of the avatars who have been sent to earth over the course of the last several millennium. And uh, as a result of doing this and other things, I did have a really beautiful experience today. Um, Or I I don't know if beautiful would be it. I guess we could call it beautiful. I was I'm down to my last, I don't, you know, I don't, it's the 26th of March, I'm running out of money. I'm, I'm a coach, so I get paid typically at the beginning of a month, so a client will pay me at the beginning of their month, which is four sessions, for, there are four Zoom sessions in each month for coaching, and... My clients are mostly reliable to pay me. Almost, almost, Actually, almost all of them are. But it's still a little unsettling when you get to the beginning of the month and you're getting paid for work that basically you haven't done yet. Versus if you had an employer, you're getting... you can. If you have an employer and they're a good employer, it's pretty much guaranteed that they're going to pay you once you've done the work. But with coaching, it can be a little uh, it can be a little, I think any sort of entrepreneurship, it can be a little unsettling. And I just sort of made this contract with God. I made a deal with God. i just told God, like, I'm not going to worry about money anymore. I made that deal with God when I moved into the last place I lived, which was $2,300 rent. I want to say $2,400. By the time I moved out, it was $2,500 a month rent, which, you know, it's a lot of money. SoCal is expensive AF to live in. But I made this decision that like, or I made a deal with God. I just told God, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna trust you in exchange with my money in exchange for not worrying about money. And so I was starting to notice a little bit of worry come up because I've got this month coming in. I've, I've got, there's no guarantees. What if all of my clients, you know, vanish before the next, uh, before payday. And that has happened where it's come very close to payday or it's, it's come to payday and the client doesn't pay me. It doesn't happen so much anymore. The longer I do what I've been doing, but it t- could still happen. So anyway, I'm starting to freak out a little bit, just a little bit. And I just told God, Hey God, i I'm not going to worry about this. I am going to trust you. And lesson 194 of A Course in Miracles is I place the future in the hands of God. And so I just kind of started saying, I place the future in the hands of God. And I started saying the third step prayer of the 12 steps, which is, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, then I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties. So this would include financial difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. So if you listen to that prayer very carefully, take away my difficulties, God just did that, that victory over, so that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. So may bear witness to those I would help. Those people would be you. So I just told you a little story about how God intervened in my life, or I've been saying the third step prayer, take away my difficulties so that victory over them will illustrate how amazing you are, God. And then I got this text randomly from this client who tells me he wants to pay me six months up front, and he's just gonna Venmo it to me, and he did. (laughs) He just Venmoed me thousands of dollars, Thousands, not hundreds, thousands. It just came in, just went ding. And I looked out, it's a, Ven- <laughs> it's a Venmo thing for like a lot of money, you know? Not, not a ton, ton, ton of money, but a lot of money. It's going to cover that rent. And then some. So that's amazing. That victory over them, take away my difficulties. That victory over them may bear wit. I did that third step prayer. I was doing lesson 194, of course, in miracles. I placed the future in the hands of God, and voila. Now, we do not want to equate that with magic. Magic being the manipulation of reality to satisfy our material concerns often. Uh, that would be an example of miraculousness. I just said, God, you know what? I'm just going to stay out of the way. And there you go. Thanks God. And all I owe to God there is a debt of gratitude. It says in the principles of miracles, in the first 50 lessons, where the, it says in the principles of miracles, there are 50 lessons at the beginning of the text At the very, very, very beginning, chapter one, section one, principles of miracles. One of the principles is that uh, miracles should inspire gratitude, not awe. So you're just supposed to go, hey, thanks, God. That was great. Really appreciate that. Really, really appreciate. But you're not supposed to go, oh, behold, you're not supposed to be awful. Just gracious. Just gracious. That's the word, right? Just just grateful, grateful, that's the word. So just be grateful. So I just go, thanks, God. And I just hear him going like, okaly-dokaly, Dave. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, lesson 86. Covering lesson 71 and 72. So lesson 71, only God's plan for salvation will work. It is senseless for me to search wildly about for salvation. I have seen it in many people and in many things, but when I reached for it, it was not there. That would be sex, drugs, money, relationships, um, cars, the Tesla, I'm always, the imaginary Tesla I'm always referring to. I was mistaken about where it is. I was mistaken about what it is. So it's not the Tesla that is not in your garage, and it's not the Tesla at all. I will undertake no more idle seeking. Only God's plan for salvation will work, and I will rejoice because His plan can never fail. These are some suggested forms of applying this idea specifically. God's plan for salvation will save me from my perception of this. There is no exception except there is no exception in God's plan for my salvation. So it will never be a Tesla. It will never be a billion dollars. It will never be a yacht. It will never be that relationship. It is only God's plan for salvation. There is no exceptions to that. Let me perceive this only in the light of God's plan for salvation. So for instance, maybe God finds it necessary important for you to have a Tesla or a Cadillac or whatever for whatever reason. You want to perceive that only in the light of God's plan for salvation. I think that's what that means. Lesson 72 Holding grievances is an attack on God's plan for salvation. Holding grievances is an attempt to prove that God's plan for salvation will not work, yet, only his plan will work. By holding grievances, I am therefore excluding my only hope of salvation from my awareness. I would no longer defeat my own best interests. I would no longer defeat my own best, interest, best interests in this insane way. So when you, hold, when you are holding a grievance, you are defeating your own best interests in an insane way. And with this lesson, you will no longer do that. I would accept God's plan for salvation and be happy. Specific applications for this idea might be in these forms. So these are just suggestions, in other words. I am choosing between misperception and salvation as I look on this. If I see grounds for grievances in this, I will not see the grounds for my salvation. This calls for salvation, not attack. So that person in the grocery store who I'm constantly referring to, that fictitious person in the grocery store line who I'm constantly referring to, that person in traffic who almost runs you over, happened to me today, you know, you know, when people like pull, pull through the stop line, the, 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 the white block, the white, uh, solid stop line, and they pull right through it almost into traffic. And, and you're afraid that you're going to hit them because they're almost sort of pulling out. And then you look at them like, what the hell are you doing, dude? And then they look at you like you did something wrong. (laughs) Those people, those people call for salvation, not attack. And again, we are not spiritually bypassing. It happened to me today, and for a split second, I just wished that that person's earthbound existence would end. I would be lying if I did not tell you that that was how it made me feel or how perhaps I chose to feel. But again, that was a physiological experience, meaning my physiology was triggered there were chemicals. It was an intoxication of sorts that came as the result of that person's ignorance, stupidity. You know, Through the lens of the ego, that person deserves death, and we hate them, and we hope they would die. And Through the lens of the Holy Spirit, there is a Christ within that person who we are to behold. Forgive them. They know not what they do. Holding grievances is an attack on God's plan for salvation. Thank you again for listening to Lesson 86, covering Lessons 71 and 72. Look forward to our next uh, episode. God song, one, two, three, four.
1: Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening, there were Disguised as angels in shiny foily packets containing China heroin, the cheapest vodka bottles, the filthy escapades, my morning hustle on the train, and the angels watching over me—the God that I could never see—as I wandered alone through city streets and the whores. The sweetest of surrender